You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Daniel Sanangelo and Trey Harris. Hello and welcome to the most special episode of any podcast in the history of podcasting. This is the 80s Revisited Star Wars Extravaganza, as Daniel's Star Wars cherry has just been literally popped. I tried to make a noise myself. For the first time in his life, Daniel has just finished watching the original Star Wars in its entirety. So, wow. (laughs) I'm I'm speechless. We have a room full of our best friends here. Uh, Of course, I'm Trey Harris. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Daniel Sanangelo. We got with us, as always, our producer, Jesse. What's up? And we also have some other very special friends in here. First of all, we have Daniel Dobson. Or Philip Dobson. Uh Aha! The the culprit revealed. We also have Tim Bridgewater, who is the host of another one of the shows on the Awesome Podcast Network, Geekly Dose. He's here. Also, uh, we have Melissa, Jesse's wife. And also a very, very special guest. We have Caveman yes, from the Triple Dragon Punch podcast. Yeah, that one. And that is his name. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his name is Caveman. That's not a moniker. That is, that's yeah. how we've always My known him. My parents were fucking yeah, drug that <laughs> they, Yeah, I was born in a cave. All right, we're going to get straight into the who, what, when, where, Star Wars here. Star Let's Wars. Do it. Episode 4, New Hope, was released on May 25th, 1977. 35 years and one day to the date of us sitting here watching it and recording this podcast. So How about that? what better way to celebrate the anniversary of probably the greatest film ever made than to sit here and talk about it with someone who has never seen it. I can look, I see it in your eyes, Daniel. <laughs> You're we're, so excited. You're we're more excited about, than me. <laughs> we're about to get into the discussion here, but I can just right. see it in you. I see the joy in you. I, I know all these years have just been validated over the course of watching this movie. Uh, written and directed by George Lucas. His previous films were THX 1138 as well as American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, of course, Mark Hamill, the unforgettable Harrison Ford as Han Solo, Carrie Fisher was Princess Leah, Peter Cushing, Grandma Tarkin, the incredible Alec Guinness was Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anthony Daniels was C-3PO, Kenny Baker was R2-D2, Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca. Boring! Can you tell us about some fucking lightsabers <laughs> or something? One second, hold on, I got like four more people. Oh. This is the only one that has the big cast list, because in the other ones, it's just, we're out talking about the new additions, the Billy D's and the Jabba the Hutt's. Oh. David Prowse was the physical actor for Vader, and then of course, James Earl Jones, the unforgettable voice of Darth Vader. Now, this film was made on an $11 million budget in 1977, so that was still a pretty high budget for its time. And you you just saw how it looked, and it still to this day looks better than half. Okay, the what I watched was just total original. That yeah. like there was oh, no. Yeah. This is not no. the special editions he watched. It's the untouched, the pure word of God. Just as God intended. Exactly. For, for 1977, Absolutely. nothing really looked cheesy. Mm-hmm. The explosions look incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really do. Still, without the big pulse wave in the special editions, they still. And some look, of the oh. some of the things that. I thought it was really awesome was the uh, when they would show like the planet, the moving like when mm-hmm. they were flying over the that, sorry the red planet <laughs> yeah and that shot of it like coming up mm-hmm. thought that was really really I mean, good it looked like something that could have been Prometheus yeah you know in a mm-hmm. few weeks so it, it, it still holds up uh, it, they made thirty five point nine million its opening weekend so it, it <laughs> tripled its budget on its opening weekend how was like promotional wise did they was it heavily promoted. Uh, from what I understand, it, because it, 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 you had it, talked it, earlier, not as much as you okay. would think, as like the sequels were, because of course this is like, oh, what's this star? The Star Wars coming it's out, a new one. Yeah. Nobody expected this to be a hit. 
they thought, oh, it's just some cheesy sci-fi movie. Even Alec Guinness didn't think it was going to be anything big. So it comes out. Who? Alec Guinness. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. R- Bridge on the River Kwai, man. <laughs> and also, uh, drawing a blank here. Oh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. One of the greatest uh, widescreen oh, movies. Oh, okay. Never mind. Visual That's movies right. ever made. Got you on that one. Absolutely now, epic. the worldwide gross of this movie as uh, recently is $775 million. It's nothing. Which, it's still mm. the number sixth all time, even after the Avatars and the Harry Potters and Titanic. It's still number six. Now, if you do the adjusted score, it's number two. I know number one. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, adjusted for gross, Gone with the Wind is still the most money-making movie of all yeah. time. But if you adjust it, Star Wars, number two. But uh, as it is right now, number one uh, is uh, uh, Avatar yeah. with Avengers. Actually, Avengers Star, get Star Wars was close. number five until Avengers came out and bumped it from number five to six. Already? So, yeah. Cool. It's already. Mm-hmm. Again, you to, have to make the adjustments. That's where it really counts. Yes. Exactly. I mean, because you don't the make the adjustment, uh, it's just 3D, made up number. Yeah, you get some more money, 3D, mm-hmm. whatnot. Now, yeah. it is worth noting that the Star Wars gross does include the special edition re release, yeah. which added about. It only added about 30, uh, 30 to 50 million, somewhere around there. How many years ago did they do that? Yeah, it was the year I graduated. It was 97, I believe. So 20 years after? Yeah, basically. The 20th yeah. anniversary? Yeah, because I remember I was in high school and we skipped school to go watch Star the first showing. They didn't do midnights then. <laughs> yeah. It was just, you had to go get your ticket, but they did like a 10.30 in the morning. So uh-huh. we all skipped school and went and watched Star Wars. And then we nice. went back that night and saw it. And there were dudes in tuxedos and Stormtrooper outfits. And, and I awesome. remember seeing, uh, for, I mean, I, I have watched The Phantom Menace. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I, said this on the podcast before, that's the only one I've watched. And I remember all the big hubbub with that, with people dressing up, and then you know mm-hmm. all the news crews were there, especially at City Place. I remember City Place was the big one. Yeah, they had the time. remotes out there with the yeah uh, and everything. And uh, the IMDb score for this movie is eight point eight. Damn. The Rotten Tomato score is ninety four percent. So fill you in on that. Now the moment I know me and Caveman have been waiting for for oh, ten yeah. plus years. <laughs> Daniel Santangelo, <laughs> what did you think of Star Wars? Uh, I didn't really care for it too you're, awful much. You're a liar. I see you lying. You're <laughs> he's laughing. Lying. He's trying. He's just trying to get us riled no, up. No, no, I, I thought I it was really good. <laughs> honest, I, yeah. no, no BS. Honest opinion. You really, you like? Yeah, it. I enjoyed it. There's a couple of characters I enjoyed a lot more than I mm-hmm. thought I would. That's one of the things yeah. I want to ask you too. As we're and for everybody out there who didn't listen to the previous podcast, we're doing this. We're watching. We just watched Star Wars, and we know it's not an '80s movie, even though this is Age Revisited. But we're going to watch Empire and Jedi next. So he had to see this one to know what's going on in the other two. So that's the only reason we're discussing a 1977 movie on an 80s podcast. So. No emails, Philip Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll chime in. There you go. But, um, yeah, so the questions I want to kind of keep right. asking you or maintain as you Have watch each one. For, mm-hmm. After watching the first Star Wars, who's your favorite character um, so far? Uh, it, for for Star Wars, it seemed, kind of seems like the less you say, the more I like you on that one. I really like Chewie, and I really liked uh, um, R2-D2. Really? I, I don't know why. <laughs> it's a good, great choice. No, they're, 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 great they choices. are. Those are fantastic mm-hmm. choices. Uh, what about what about, what about about Mr. Kenobi? I liked him. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, but I, I kind of always have Kenobi as Ewan McGregor. Like, he's in my thought, because that's what I saw oh. first. That's what I saw first, Kate. <laughs> that, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, fuck to you. I'm saying, oh, fuck to every <laughs> child that might have grown up. Getting that as their first impression right. of Ben Kenobi. <laughs> but I did. And, and I if did. that's what's up, man, I mean, the future is fucked. 
fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all fucked. Straight up. This is like apocalyptic. It's definitely explicit. Like a, you need to put like double explicit next to no, no. <laughs> Just one. Hey, if, yeah. if y'all knew this y'all were bringing K-Band, me on. everybody. We knew this was coming. Yes, yes. You know. Uh, well, K-Man speaks his mind. That's why we love him to death. No. Uh, Titties. <laughs> Chewie and R2, your favorite characters uh, yeah. as far as episode four goes. What's your favorite part of the first one? What part? What part? You just kind of got like what stands out that you remember, like having just watched it that you that you like. Well, it's hard to like pinpoint one thing. Um, Our favorite moment? Anything? Nah, <laughs> I don't. I don't okay, really have a lightsaber duel with Kenobi and Vader. Well, that no? wasn't very like. Well, I knew well you have happen. seen the Phantom yeah, Menace, so yeah. seeing this lightsaber battle. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not even about like all the fancy theatrical backflips and and double spring somersault whatever the fucks <laughs> it, it, it's about this epic good versus evil yeah. the old scores mm-hmm. you know I mean Dobson, it, it touches my heart man <laughs> oh, I can tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, now Daniel when, when of course everybody knows Daniel's an expecting father it is a little girl but not that that matters because Star Wars appeals to all genders and all children yeah so Daniel, I didn't as, like Princess Leia. As little Allison's growing up, <laughs> and I know you have these on DVD right. since I gave it to you for your wedding. Are you gonna let your children watch these movies as they're as you should have when you were a child, or are they gonna miss out on what you missed out? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let them watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> I'm glad I caught my breath there because I was about to unload. Like, what? You know, my wife hasn't watched any of these movies either. What? Andrea! <laughs> get in here! Get in here! I don't believe she's watched all of the original well, trilogy. Well, like, well, that's changing today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As of today, you're wow. a Star Wars couple. <laughs> all right? Have you seen Star Wars before today? Um, not all in one sitting. Oh! oh, oh, oh it, it, y'all were meant for each other. Sitting, but she's, at she's least seen them. I've seen bits of it. I've never watched the whole thing oh, no, to like, understand. She's stuttering when she says it. Kind of like... Oh, she fell asleep. She says, "Force is not strong with that one." Oh, this is disappointing. <laughs> one of the coolest things about watching it was because of knowing y'all for twelve, ten, you know, ten, twelve years. All the quotes, the main ones that yeah that I remember for sure, like um, well, of course I can't remember now. <laughs> the whole movie, basically. No, yeah. but. Uh, What's the one we used on the Shylight movie? You must do what you feel, feel is right, right of course. course. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did a little uh, movie called Jedi Walk With Me, and it's part two. And we actually did a shot-for-shot recreation <laughs> of that scene, and one of a friend of ours actually says the same. What? What is? <laughs> who's the kind of the bigger pilot <laughs> like, towards like, the end? Like Twin Peaks. Oh, right? the fat right. one, Porkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Porkins. Yeah. Like, Doesn't he say <laughs> it came from behind? That. No, that's one of the other. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, that's one. Porkins gets taken out pretty quickly. That's rich. <laughs> Wait, did 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 Jedi? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did did Jedi? <laughs> can't even get these words off. <laughs> Jedi okay. walk did with Jedi me. walk with me involve any like? That was damn funny. I don't even want to say it actually. Now now I can say it straight. And I just don't want to. Am I am I gonna ruin a mood if I say no. something hard? Okay, well it's no. just like I'm thinking Twin Peaks. Yeah. Right. That, That's what. It, so like, how much? How much like? Father daughter oh, there was none rape was involved there was none in Jedi Walk with me. <laughs> no. None? It was more okay. about. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, uh, you know, HBO needs to stay out of the way of. I'm sorry, that's our new way of saying anything that involves rape, HBOing it. 
I don't know oh, if yeah. y'all been watching any Game shows of, on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not rape, in, uh, incest. incest and, HBO and also, loves that fucking incest these days. <laughs> I mean, I hate to turn this into incest. Oh, you should have heard now. the Dirty Dancing <laughs> episode. It's all about abortion. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish, you, I wish you would have brought me in for a second. Uh, one of my bosses uh, was the head engineer on the soundtrack for that. Are you serious? Yeah, he got a gold record for it. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. He's engineered in Bogalusa, man. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, you should have said something, man. <laughs> I bought a okay, copy on vinyl aware. to put on the wall the other day to find. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Daniel, you like the movie? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, thank God we can still there's be couple, friends. There's a couple of characters I didn't. Okay. Well, well explain. Explain what Ooh. you didn't like. I just. I, I didn't really care for Princess Leia's sassiness. Oh. Like, I she's kind of a bitch, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. she's got to be. I mean, as look. soon as she called, she bought <laughs> carpet. And a carpet like one that of, he uh, two women in this film. Yeah, basically her and uh, Aunt Beru. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> two very small female <laughs> cast in this. Does it expand? Oh yeah, the women. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's okay. Remember how when we watched Terminator and you see Sarah Connor's transformation from a bungling yeah. waitress to the leader yeah. of the resistance or father uh, mothering the leader <laughs> of the resistance. Uh, and this one, of course, she she again. Leia is coming from you know, well, you haven't seen the prequel trilogy, but you know, she's coming from a royal place you know she's a princess she's been spoiled she's not like you know luke who values you know the fact that they go harvest water and then he has to work on a basically a moisture farm and then dreams of joining the military so to speak so she's like you know oh yes but she's also leading the rebellion or one of the leaders of the rebellion so i mean she has well uh r2 r2d i mean c3po watching the little bits of it and little you know i've always seen little Mm -hmm. snippets of everything didn't think I would like him. But I think he's pretty. Oh, he is he's so cool. awesome in the original trilogy. Yeah. It's when you get to the prequel trilogy that three PO is annoying as all get out because watching this one again, like it just makes me love the the little comedic moments yeah. in it. It's so much. It's handled so much better in in the original than the prequel because in the prequel everybody's a freaking comedian. Yeah. Every, there's, it's always a joke. <laughs> we can hear things in our headsets, yeah. uh, you know. But it's just—it's so the tone is even different because in here in the original, it's just so almost underplayed in a sense the comedy that that's what makes it funny. Whereas yeah. in the prequel, it's oh, you means the people gonna die and just annoying. <laughs> Every character is a comedian. Everybody's making jokes. It's like oh yeah, we have to say the queen. I don't care. I mean, joke, whatever. Can't think of any oh, examples. Well, I mean the whole idea was like funny. okay, well kids liked Star Wars when it first came out. Now we gotta make a Star Wars movie it's for kids. What they don't realize is kids don't need a fucking you know they 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 don't need these cutesy little fucking characters mm-hmm. to come ruin the movie. They need lightsabers. They need the force. You know, not midi chlorian riddled. Force. They don't need. They, need they don't need force. any. They don't need science and crap. Yeah. You know? They need the big battles between good and evil and, and shit blowing up, man. That's what kids like. Exactly. You know, straight up. Children of this day still like it. Why is there a problem with kids playing like all the fucked up violent video games and shit these days? Because kids love fucking violence, and that's why kids are awesome. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with that statement. That's, that's where babies come statement. from. <laughs> Uh, okay, now we're getting some of the. Uh, actually, we did. Oh, I got, I got a okay. question about the storm, oh, yeah. the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. How many how many costumes did they use? I know they probably used. A, did they have like a number? There's a um, lot of damn stormtroopers. I mean, there so. were a lot, but a lot of them they use basically trick photography. Like, okay, you ten guys stand over here. Okay, yeah. 
for this next, you know, and one the, more shot, and then like they cut. Okay, run over here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and they shoot that shot. So I don't know how many, but it was nowhere near as many as you would probably think by right. the, assuming there was an army of them or whatever. Yeah, I just I, I was wondering how they probably had to reuse those things oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they did a really good job yeah. making mm-hmm. it look like masses, and, and, and you know I don't want to say too much, but just you know. Keep keep your hopes up on all that as we uh, <laughs> experience the other two thirds exactly. of this awesome trilogy. Exactly, and then in uh, yeah. the special edition of episode one, uh, I mean episode four, I was going to say episode one for some reason, but they actually went in and digitally added more stormtroopers. Like when Han's chasing them, going ah, yeah. and instead of kind of running to a dead end, and they just turn around and face him, they actually added like a Tie Fighter hangar and whole ton of more stormtroopers mm-hmm. in that sequence, which. Wife hmm. wanted to ask you, or she wanted me to ask you, uh, the, the Wookiee noise. What is that oh, that's consisted act- of? Actually, I wrote that on for my notes on one of them because I didn't want to do a whole bunch of sound. Oh, it's actually on this one. Uh, Chewbacca's voice is a lot of bears. Bears? And other <laughs> large mammals like a walrus all kind of mixed and redone. So it's <laughs> it's nice. a lot of different noises. Wait, y'all have notes? <laughs> Man, we never had notes. You are pro and shit. Well, for this one, I, I had to dig deep. I had to find like stuff I couldn't spout off the top of my head for yeah, yeah. Star Wars stuff because I figured if anybody's listening to this, they probably know at least most of what I know. I mean, the only th- I mean, I know from watching the movies over and over. Like, oh, oh, this I, is this I've character, had this is that many character. conversations with you on this. So you know your shit. Thank you very yeah, much. That's, that's, there's no mistake. <laughs> it, in that. it means a lot coming from you because I know. Your de- your devotion to Star Wars. <laughs> and yeah, but I've grown old and weak at my age. It was actually that's why I need you to come with me. <laughs> Hold my cane. Hold my cane, bitch. <laughs> it's actually cool to see uh, Luke's motivation. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know why he was going to decide. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'll go oh, fight. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's awesome. I mean mm-hmm. it's still like when we're at Me Cave and Perry are sitting there watching. And we're still like there's certain points in this movie where it's just a chill runs. Like oh, oh, when when he makes the decision to follow Obi Wan, it's like oh god, this. You know, it's, um, it's so awesome. And then when he stares at the two sons earlier before yeah, that, yeah. and they reference that the, the best part of the entire prequel trilogy is the last shot of episode three, where it has Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru holding baby Luke in that same shot from mm-hmm. episode... It basically ties the trilogies yeah. together. And it's just like... I remember watching episode three and being like, okay, that did it. That, that, that did it. This one was great. <laughs> Forget the other two. This one was great. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching episode three and thinking the same thing I thought as I saw the other ones, and that's... How do I get into fucking Lucas's uh, ranch, and how do I fucking plant a pipe bomb in his butthole? Oh, <laughs> like, uh, fucking disgrace, man. I don't think it'd do any damage. Like, he's kind of jobbish these days, you know. So it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You tried yeah. to kill me. That's fine, man. Oh, oh. Fucking. Well, I know how to handle that, but we can't talk. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. See too uh, many spoilers. <laughs> the the Jawas are just little. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not too. Ewoks. Ewoks aren't even in his imagination yeah. yet. You've never even heard about Ewoks. No, I mean, I knew yeah. the Jawas because of the MMO. So, but. I had a question. Do they actually have, like, face it? Yeah. It looks almost just like a black well, shadow. The, I mean, do they actually ever show, like, if mm-hmm. you ever see the, like... Excuse me. On, on set, it's basically they're wearing that robe, and then all they have is, like, it's a black cloth with two little lights on it. That's what they literally look like. Now, as far as the trilogy goes, they've never shown what they... Now, maybe in some of the extended fiction or any, or something like that, or maybe like some of the comics, maybe they show what a Jawa really looks like. But on set, they're literally just... It's a black cloth with two little light bulbs and then the hood pulled over. If I'm not mistaken, I believe you did a great impression while we were watching it. Of what? Oh. It was a spot. Yeah, you went the... Oh, Dini! Oh, Dini! 
Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Who did that? Somebody Who did that? that? It was great. It wasn't me. I can't do it very well. Wait, what? I thought shouted, you did it really good. Well, I was doing a little whisper and R2 was going. Oh, come on, come on. I was about to say, it sounds like a sage thing. Come on, come on, man. Get in here, dude. Don't tap out. Don't tap out. Don't tap out. It didn't work. One of our favorite things to talk about on this podcast is the body counts of our favorite 80s movies. Which we saw, Big Trouble in Little China is still the bloodiest movie and most violent movie that we've done so far. What's Great. the number? Really? Uh, shoot, um, I know it's another room. I thought it was thirty-one or thirty-eight Actually, or something. I think it was something. like fifty-something. I thought it was fifty-seven. Or yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. No. Now, okay. Star the body count of Star Wars PG nineteen seventy-seven seventy-five. Ooh. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Number one. Wait. It, and but also. There were one billion nine hundred and sixty-nine million nine hundred and forty thousand people killed when Alderaan blew up. All right, okay. that's what I was going to ask. All Making right. Making Star Wars the most violent movie. Wait, wait, wait. wait. How, how much? <laughs> Almost two billion. Uh, okay. I was trying to picture like how much uh, Clindactu or whatever. Uh, oh, <laughs> Sergeant Trooper. Yeah. It wasn't two billion. No, no. no. There were just some Mormon settlers yeah. and the. Troopers got killed in that. <laughs> now, uh, I found a great site. Uh, I think it's just called uh, bodycounts.com or something like that. But they actually they list the body counts of all movies. And also, who killed, like, who in the movie had the most kills? I'll ask everybody here, who do you think, who do you think had the most kills in episode four? Ooh. Uh, on screen kills. Like, not the dude not pushing the button Albert? on the... Okay, that's yeah, not the dude pushing say. the button. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been well, there's a few people pulling switches. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The character... Not, the, it's not that kind of Luke, too? Because, I mean, Luke kind of... It counts every character in Everyone. the movie, except yeah. the dude pushing the button for the Death Star and, you know, the Luke, Luke not Luke shooting the, yeah, the Death Star, not that. Like, this shoot. is, okay. you see them shoot and it kills somebody. Okay. And the, I, the number one, I'm the number with, is I'm 13. Gonna with, I'm going to go with Leia. I'm going to go with Han. Yeah, I would go with I would go with Luke. Han or Leia. Okay. I'll go with Luke. With 13 kills, the most deadly, the deadliest person in episode four, Han Solo. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> what do I win? Marvel no prize. <laughs> now, when, now, of course, we said you know, when this movie came out, it was the highest grossing movie of all time for its time. It actually dethroned Jaws as the number one grossing movie of all time. And Star Wars was dethroned, in turn, by E.T. a few years later, about six years later, I think, 83, 84, somewhere around there. But then, Passed after, back up, right? yeah, after yeah. the special edition came out, Star Wars was number one again until Titanic. And yep. since Titanic has never gotten number one again, once yeah. Titanic beat it. So yeah. it's just slipping down. It, it would, it, with any type of re-release, it still would never catch Avatar now. Yeah, probably and, not. And the Avengers. I mean, they'd have to have some Avengers sort of massive, like, this movie has an hour more of footage yeah. or something. Or, you know well, you know what? Here's the here's the theatrical version back in the theater. Mm. That'd get another $30 million. Not that I, that wouldn't touch yeah. any of the others, but, yeah. you know, that's the only way I'd go see it again in the theater. I mean, I've seen this Hell, they might do something for the 50th. Like, it'd be like mm. the same way that they did Titanic. They brought it back in 3D. Well, yeah, you're actually right. Back. I'm glad you mentioned that because they already did episode one in 3D, and the plan is to do all of them in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Would Star Wars be number one if you considered how many tickets they sold with inflation? It's number two. Today? Number two. Yeah. It would be number two. Number Gone two. with the Wind's still number one. Okay. Nobody even knows what the hell we were just talking about. <laughs> he was Why out of the room. Why don't you get up in this, man? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That was just a legit question. I figured Trey might no, no, uh, Sage wasn't in the room whenever we discussed that. Because he's a bitch. Just, uh, it's number six of all time right now. Yeah. Avengers beat it for number five, but adjusted gross, it's number two still. 
And then uh. Because he talks more. What? Interesting. Here's here, I found again. I had to dig for like some snippets of Star Wars information that even I didn't know. And at one point in the script, the Force was actually represented by a giant crystal called the Kyber Crystal. So that's odd. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. Good choice not doing that. And then uh, uh, we mentioned the special effects before. ILM actually had to create the special effects for this movie that didn't exist at the time. Like none of these things that they're doing, they had to make it up as they went, as they were doing things. And uh, there's several documentaries on it. And like you know the scene where the dude uh, Red Leader crashes on the Death Star and it blow, you know the explosion on the surface. Mm-hmm. That was done outside during the day by having they had this, the, the miniature set outside on sawhorses, the camera on it, and then they basically had a truck drive by with the camera on it, and then they ignited it. They had a thing on the ground. So when the truck rolled over, it set off the explosion and as the camera was moving. Because they didn't have stuff to, at this time in 1977 to film the things that they were doing. So yet, it was, yet it still looks better. Then yeah. It looks it better than the prequel better, trilogy. I'm, so, I'm sorry, dude. Straight up. I mean, looks awesome. Yeah. But, um, it's real. I mean, everything you see in this movie yeah. was actually physically it was, real. You could touch it. Give, yeah. give me film, makes, filming locations. Uh, you told me about uh, one. The sound stages in London. Uh, and actually, I was telling Perry, too... Uh, when they the the uh, Uncle Owen Aunt Beru set, they basically once they filmed they left that there. So like uh, I think like since then now it's been somebody's bought it and like it's still there I believe. In Tanzania. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure, but like they left it. So we we're joking like if we were to go back in time, we just go and buy that little strip of land and we can <laughs> live in Luke's Tatooine home and whatnot. But yeah, uh, and this was also the first film ever in the history of film to ever make over 300 million dollars. Hmm. This was the first one ever to hit that milestone. Uh, mentioned Chewbacca's voice. Now, speaking of voices, the f- Lucas's first choice for Vader's voice was not James Earl Jones, but Orson Welles. Hmm. And he didn't go with Orson Welles <laughs> because he thought his voice was too recognizable. Hmm. So he wanted, you know, more it's like kind of pe- ironic. people yeah, have to think. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is these days. Back then, you know, I mean, how, mu- how many things had James Earl Jones been in at that time? Not much. I, this is you even know? pre-Conan, so yeah. yeah, but he'd still been in shit like like. I was trying to talk to, uh, about him the other day on our show, and I threw out every uh, movie, you know, that I thought people would get it from. Trying to throw out hints, nobody could get it. But I mean, he was in Strange Love. Yeah, that is, you know? yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had to be in a few other things. How old? Oh, he was. I mean, he's in a, he was in a lot of in '77. Uh, you know, ethnic films at the time too. Before, yeah. But he was also, but he did a lot. He was sort of like a second fiddle to Sidney Poitier. In the sixties and seventies, everybody Which thought. Isn't that so weird to think? I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not downing on Sydney. But I mean, James, James motherfucking <laughs> Earl Jones. I mean, well, of course, shit. the second he did Vader, I mean, it's, everybody. You know, I mean, and uh, oh, speaking of voices, Mufasa, Lion King. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget his handline. Yeah, 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 the he blind did, dude. He did more than a voice though in that. No, he, and, uh, he was in Coming to America. Yeah, he was the king, and then uh, king. Yeah. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yeah. I mean, look. Let, let, let's just let's just agree on this as a whole, okay? No arguing, no anything. Can we just at least agree that James Earl Jones is the shit? Yeah. Can we just give a shout <laughs> if out? Anybody to does that? not agree with no, that? No, no, DFO. He, he is the shit. I think we can all agree on that. All right, all right. I just want to make sure we're at least all on the playing field. I might, I might piss off Caveman. Oh, oh Lord. Uh oh. I've only watched it once, of course. Just now watched it. I still don't think Han Solo touches Mad Mort again. <laughs> But just wait, just wait. <laughs> okay, just wait. I wish I'm not answering this face right now. I'm just not answering this shit. Um, uh, he's befuddled. To, it's okay. It's okay. We've got we got two more movies. This to is go. after watching it for the first time. It's, 
Just wait. We got two more. Just, we'll get the best is yet to come. Just wanted to, just wanted to uh, get on caves. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Han Solo is going to fucking bash you in the face with those brass balls of his, man. Don't worry. <laughs> carbonite. How did, how did Luke learn to be the best fighter pilot in the Rebellion on a farm? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the backstory on that is that he he, had, he mentions in, like, uh, blasting womp rats and right. he, flying his T-16. Like, he he's kind of... In the expanded fiction, he's uh, kind of sort of a daredevil. Like, so I guess in the expanded fiction, a, that's explained a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, huh? sort of like in a sense of what you see in the pod race in episode one, how Anakin's almost like a natural oh, of it. That was so <laughs> fucking dumb. Oh, God, man. I mean, but, I mean. But in a sense, it's the oh. force, innate force in him right. helping him reaction time no, and no, stuff no, like no, that. No, no. You see, at that point, it wasn't about the Force. It was about Metaclorians! Well, no, in, fucking... in episode one, it was where they had to add that stupid plot line in about that. But the whole idea about he, he gets in the race and he, he wins. Oh, look, I, I do this and I built this. Oh! <laughs> he couldn't even grow a pube. How could he build C-3PO? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just... Fucking hurts well, my soul, the, man. The main problem was everything he accomplished was by him getting lucky and saying, yeah. whoops, y'all. Yeah. Like, why couldn't he it show that he had some skill and do yeah. it without being like, hey, whoops. No, nobody hears what you're actually saying. You're making a good point. Why don't you come and tell us about it? <laughs> what he's saying is, in, in A New Hope, Luke blows up the Death Star through skill and using the Force. The Force. In Episode 1, Anakin... By accident, flies into the hangar bay, accidentally pushes a button that accidentally shoots a missile, which accidentally what? hits a reactor on the droid ship, causing it to blow up and ending the uh, outer space siege of Naboo. All, and then he escapes by like, whoa, this is intense. Wee! You know, and again, he's a little freaking kid. And it's, it's all luck. The Force isn't about luck. Obi-Wan says it himself. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Yet in episode one, it's all about luck. George Lucas takes his his Bible and pees on it himself. That's what he did with the prequel trilogy for the most part. Especially episode one. Now, I ain't gonna lie. The first time I saw episode one, I had stars in my eyes. Like, oh, oh, Star Wars is so awesome. When I watched it again, uh, it's it's, it's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, God, Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. Uh, yeah, and Ewan McGregor, great. Wait, wait, wait. What was all that? Prequel stuff, Cave. Just don't, just forget about it. <laughs> You're just going to scream explicit. It's a great The TIE fighter sound was actually a squealing elephant mixed with a car passing on a rainy road. So that... That was a terrible imitation. <laughs> but that, that, that specific sound of that ship, that's what that actually is a combination of. And, uh, of course, the sound design was done by Ben Bird. He did all the original trilogy. And like we mentioned, uh, I believe, on Willow, Star Wars is infamous for bringing back the Willem screen because that's yeah. a trademark of Ben Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every Star Wars has, wow. a, a, I think the first one has one. I think Empire might have two. And then, like, Jedi Uh-oh. has, like, three I or something. I got something to look forward to. laughed when we heard it. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, honestly, when you hear that, it's most likely because you saw it and heard it in Star Wars as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. Every single one. Some I don't know if it's the same. Maybe it's actually it makes sense because they're clones. A lot of the stormtroopers. So I guess one of them gets like a, a coward genius or a scaredy genius. They're like, Aah! and he gets killed. Yeah, but, but we like, okay. Oh, like the idea that they could be really be clones. Well, by this time, of course, in the trilogy, so there, there's not a lot of clones left. There's because people enlist. Han Solo start in the expanded fiction. His story actually was a stormtrooper in training, and he's like, you know, screw this. I'm out of here. I'm you know. I'm too cool for this club. Yeah, yeah, but, but man, I'm sorry. I discount the expansions because there's so many different people involved and so many different routes. No, I don't like... You know? I, I would agree that with the exception of the stuff that 
for the characters before the original trilogy. Uh, now the the stuff after it, like Chewbacca gets killed off. Uh, certain hey. people have kids <laughs> and stuff like that. We can't say just yet. So Dana doesn't hasn't seen the other ones, but that's where it just got haywire. Like I mean, I I know the main. We're still not going to say anything out of respect no, no, for but, the trilogy, okay, Daniel. I, you know, I know who's siblings. I know all that good stuff. Hopefully, there's something I don't know. Yeah, it's it's harder for us to believe it's a surprise. Now, I I honestly have no clue when Yoda's coming. I have no clue. Okay, good. So that and I want to see him. Oh, he's only yeah. in the prequels. <laughs> I winked <laughs> for everybody who can't see it. Okay. No, real sly <laughs> wink, by the way. I liked you. <laughs> There's something in your eye. No. So, uh, yeah, so when are we going to, you know... Carry on? Yeah. We're about to do it. We just I got mean, a few more things to cover he's up. still got two more two cherries more. to pop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Millennium Falcon was actually modeled after a hamburger with an olive next to it. I could see that. So oh, okay. that's where the shape came from. We got an outset cockpit. <laughs> a little squished down hamburger. Yeah. yeah. No, Squish. is that serious? Yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> see, you learned something. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, we talked about how in Willow, the word daikini yeah. is Sanskrit oh, for Skywalker. Skywalker. Well, right. the word Jedi is derived from the Japanese phrase Jedi Geki, which means pure period adventure drama so, so that's period where... <laughs> i thought that would have been ripped off uh, uh like japanese for something like i ripped off what was it hidden fortress hidden fortress yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh may the force be with you is the number eight line on afi's top 100 movie quotes of all time we talked about that for terminator and uh, dirty dancer was on there too uh and then, of course the line you. that everybody says is, may the force be with you who says it's it also in star wars who said it in star yeah. wars I know, I know, uh, it was right at the end. Han Solo says it. Yes, but yeah. the first person to ever say it in the Star Wars trilogy is he, General Dodonna, is the bearded dude. I think that's him. I might be mistaken on his name, but he's the one who says it when they're doing the training, when they're showing the Death Star plans. Oh. The actual, you know, the famous line everybody says, May the Force be with you. Well, the first person to say it is not a Jedi. It's the old dude giving the instructions on oh, the Death Star. Oh, he's addressing the, the, the. Get to your ships and may the Force be with you. And then Hans, Han does say it. Yeah, yeah. Right but most there. people associate it with Obi Wan. Yeah, absolutely. But he says, mm-hmm. remember, the Force will be with you I always. always. Want... But he never says, may the Force be with you. Yeah. I always want to say, and also with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear that. <laughs> every every time I go Catholic. to church with my wife yeah. and they're like, you know, peace with you, also I'm like, oh, the Force be with you, too. Oh, really? No, it's end with your spirit. Aww. They ruined it. Yay. Took the fun out of going to church for me. Church Abortion last week. Now I got oh, church. Yeah, oh God! Yeah, we're we're bad. And uh, of course, American Film Institute has several different lists. They also have their number their hundred sci-fi films. Yeah. Star Wars comes in at number two. They're their film that they consider number one. A great film on its own, but to me, it's not Star Wars. What year? It's 2001. Okay. Not the year. The movie. No, 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 I got you. I got you. So I'm i you, you can't question that. Do it, Cave. No, you can't question it. Do it, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, you can't question that. I like that movie. I, it's, I mean, I, I'm not upset about that. You know, oh, like, yeah. uh, 2001, it's very it's different very from Star Wars. I mean, if they said Blade Runner was two and Star Wars was three, I'd still yeah, agree like, with that. If they said Brazil was number one, I'd still agree okay. with that. Oh, because there is no questioning that, motherfucker. So let me tell That's you right the caveman's now. favorite movie. Is oh, Brazil. no, no, it's not my favorite movie. It's the greatest film ever made. From the horse's mouth, everybody. That will ever yeah, be made. And if anyone questions that, you come down to Baton Rouge, <laughs> and I will fuck your world up. <laughs> And, uh, of course, the music. We talk about that in a lot of the yeah. movies. Uh, we've heard John Williams before in, in uh, I believe, Willow it was. 
the Star Wars score, again, on the AFI list, is the number one movie theme of all time. Is the Star Wars theme. Well-deserved. Oh, yeah. It is, every cue in this movie is amazing to me. Can I, can I say the end? Oh, yeah. The, the end, man. The very end. The music at the end. At the ceremony? Brutal. Because, I mean, it's just like that. I mean, I guess with us, we've seen yeah. them all. When you go back and hear that, it's like, it makes you think of everything that's Did been you, lost and everything, everything that is to come. Oh, so fucking brutal. Well, the part He's that, laughing because I said, come, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will need a double explicit for that. <laughs> but, uh, if I we had any old listeners, they're Oh, gone. we got the Imperial March up on YouTube oh, yeah. here. And now, see, that doesn't even come into play till the next one. Oh. Wasn't even in, this theme was not in Star Wars. That's right. But <laughs> the one that gets me is when he turns off his computer and it kind of picks oh. up. You know what I'm saying? When he turns, oh, and it's yeah. just like, oh, I get. Oh I'm, my god, yeah, just. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I would say the, the music for me is a, it's the most important. Whenever they walk into the bar and then that. Oh, the can't. Can't say it. Can't can't say it. I do like that cantina music. I couldn't help but be like bouncing around and like and just humming it. Oh yeah, that shit's jamming. I I played the Star Wars MMO and when you go in the cantina in there, pretty much. In Team America, when they go into the, I think it was Egypt, they go into the cantina there. They're playing that song in Team America. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the best part of the cantina, like the we don't service kind and the music and the bad shit happened. I mean, it really comes back to like how this really is an old. 19s, you know, 40s cereal. Yeah. But in space, mm -hmm. you know? And like... People are dancing. Is, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think somebody's having a seizure. <laughs> They're playing the cantina We'll be music. back after yeah. we call the ambulance. <laughs> Cave and I, unfortunately, don't get He's, to hear it. We should have uh, known, going this long, not seeing Star Wars, of course he was going to start going into a seizure after seeing it. <laughs> hey, that's my cigarette! <laughs> There's chaos here in the I'm Awesome saying, Podcast Network studio. Saying, awesome overload. Oh, Straight amazing. I mean, every single time I watch this movie, it's like I'm a child again. Like, it, 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 the magic of it does never diminish. There's some movies like Jaws terrify me when older. It doesn't terrify me now, but I still like the movie. Right, but right, right. when I watch Star Wars, it's like I'm a little kid again. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to, like, even we kind of cheered when the Death Star blew up, you know, for <laughs> fun, but also we because roared. we wanted to. I mean, that's one thing that was different than I thought, uh, because I didn't know if they had, if they knew they were going to have a sequel. Yeah. I didn't expect the uh, Death Star to get blown up in the first film. Well, that's an interesting yeah. observation, yeah. because in Lucas's original concept of this whole story, like, he had it, he had, a, of course, a huge story mapped out, and he only did the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. In the original trilogy, his goal was the Death Star not to even show up till the end. Uh. But they needed it for the first one because he didn't know if they would ever make a sequel, so he kind of took bits that he was going to introduce later on, bring them into this one, and tie it in. Which is why Star Wars, of course, stands alone as a film. Yeah. And then, you know, then you have Empire, Jedi, the Empire and will the Unmentionables. Exactly. Empire was 80. <laughs> yes. And Jedi was 83. Mm -hmm. Three years apart. Three years apart. Yeah. Oh, man, and I can't wait after these just so we can be like all right we can get into the yeah that, that's another thing like uh, <laughs> uh, sage yeah. just said something that it's interesting to me to see which one i will like the most yeah that, i mean that's yeah, what i'm, that's, that's what I'm that's kind of really asking you as we go along yeah. who you like and yeah. whatnot but uh let's wrap this up and get on to empire uh this is an interesting thing star wars was actually nominated for best picture huh? it lost to annie hall woody allen's annie hall with diane keaton blah 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 uh it was also it, but it still does have a uh historic thing as far as Oscar goes it was the first science fiction film ever to be nominated for best picture 
Nice. So, nice. Awesome. Yep. All right. Good deal. Uh, and of course, real quick, round up the podcast. We always like to, you know, this was again May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven. This is the only time we'll ever tell you about a seventies movie. Uh, but May 25th, 1977, the same the day that Star time. Wars was released. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, it was actually the exact same day that scientists learned how to develop insulin from bacteria, making tons of diabetics' life, including my brother's, much more easier. Yep. So it's definitely something to mention. And then also, uh, on May 26th, George Willie climbed the South Tower of the World Trade Center, which is no longer standing, so by himself. Uh, on May 27th, uh, seven, uh, seven years later. Somebody was born. You know, to be born so close to the release date of, of the actual date of Star Wars and never to have seen him, it's like, I would kill for your birthday. You know? <laughs> In fact, and like, I actually, we, me and Autumn came so close to getting married on May 4th, but the reason we couldn't was because her mother and her ex-husband got married on May 4th, and it was like a big taboo thing. Well, I was like, come on, come on, please. Like, it's like my parents' wedding anniversary and... There's issues there, but it did break my heart because <laughs> I wanted to be married on May the 4th. There are issues there. That's, 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 that's an old other podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go watch Empire, and we'll be back with Do our next episode. Oh, good point. I, it's too quick for me to... Okay. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Let him watch all three and then give him we'll, we'll, yeah, a score exactly. on each one. No, wait, hold on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, let's like let's make it a little interesting. Uh, having not seen the other ones, what do you think of this yeah. preliminary score? You can change it at the end. Yeah. I don't, I I don't like, want to do that because I haven't... Well, I you have to. He doesn't want I need to ponder it. Himself, you know? Okay, well, you'll give... Okay. <laughs> I, what if I said it was like a nine and then Empire is just so much better? Well, it is. It is. So... We might get uh, Daniel's first ever 10 scores here. I don't give 10s out. That's a, <laughs> no, but I mean, See, again, I'm not going to hold you to this score. But just right now, I would give it an 8. Okay. Right okay. now. Okay. 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 A little low from the IMDb average, but what? we'll accept it. At least it's not a 7. This is 40 minutes after I watch it, so 45 minutes. Okay, gang, we'll be right. back uh, we'll next week with... Trust. Daniel's thoughts on Empire Strikes Back. It'll be a week for you guys, but it's going to be about five minutes for us to go from this room to the next to start watching it. So until uh, I want to thank our special guests, everybody who chimed in. He didn't introduce himself, but Perry Frith, he's hiding behind the door. There's what? a camera in here. No. <laughs> uh, Daniel, a.k.a. Philip Dobson, Caveman, Melissa, everybody, thanks for chiming in. Of course, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Trey Harris. And the other, Daniel San Angelo. And our producer. Jesse Sedgley. All right, guys. Till next time. Uh, Cowabunga! Uh, At the Awesome Podcast Network's Facebook at facebook.com slash awesomepodcastnetwork. And follow us on Twitter at Awesome Podcasts.